Previously on Don't Read the Latin. One of my top two absolute favorite shows, which is one of the ones I want to talk about, I don't consider horror. Okay, I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. It is slotted in the horror genre. A lot of other people refer to it as horror, but for because of the dream logic and because of how beautiful well, it is, ahead and talk about it. Hannibal is not a horror show to me. Yes, it is full of horrible people. Do you see it more as just like a thriller? I see it more as a thriller and more as just an atmospheric piece, because there is, and okay, I. As we all know, this is my comfort media. I have rewatched all three seasons of Hannibal at least a dozen times. I'm going to time out for just a quick second, and I'm going to spit in there because we've talked about it a million times, so it doesn't matter. My other thing that isn't in the stuff we're going to talk about is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I love it. Other people, like Jillian doesn't like it. I Rice love and it. I, Rice and I have talked about how we love it. Other episodes, I don't think we're missing anything because I know. Okay, but we should mention that we do like Chilling Adventures. We just talked about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I. Part of the reason why I invited Jilly for this is the two shows that we're going to talk about right now, and I really want to cover them in depth. So I just wanted to go... All right. Okay. Well, just otherwise we're going to be here for like three years. Yes. <laughs> but, so, but, and I didn't want to forget to talk about it because I know these are going to be such in-depth conversations. Right. But so the thing the thing with Hannibal for me, and I got into it like three episodes in because yeah. it looked me interesting, too. but I hadn't gotten around to it. And then Clea Linda started doing recaps of mm. it. And in reading through her recaps where I'm like, Oh wait, this sounds exactly like the sort of thing I'm looking for. Yeah. And it's, there was enough beautiful dream logic to it. Cause mm -hmm. when you start looking at it objectively, how the hell is Hannibal Lecter finding all the time to be a successful psychiatrist, throw these massive dinner parties, go out and kill I know. people, I know. create this, this beautiful murder art. And it, you know, how is he lugging these bodies Just cooking around? those meals takes a day. Yeah. That's a whole day. So there's there's like the Eddie is our discussion of, you know, if you kill one person, well, Oh, shame on you. If you kill two, like, Oh, but if like you still kill 10,000, it's like, Good job. You have to do some massive scheduling. Mm -hmm. But the the whole all of the murder tableaus are so intricate and beautifully done. And I mean they had a food stylist to come in and do all the every episode here are the is a fancy recipes. It's just so beautiful. But the thing is, there are very few episodes in all three seasons who are not one level or another terrible people. Because yeah. even mm -hmm. even our hero, Will Graham he puts his head into the minds of killers so he can figure out what they're doing and discovers he he's morally conflicted about it, but he likes it more than he wants to admit. And through the three seasons, he comes and around until to he it. becomes part of it. Until yes. he lets it consume yeah. so him. So the I mean the only non-terrible people are uh, Reba, the blind woman in season three, who has the misfortune to fall in love with Francis Dollarhead. And the uh, the three the the science the team sassy science uh, Brian Zeller and Price and yeah. Beverly Katz they are not terrible people Will Graham's dogs are good characters 
everyone else. <laughs> Jack Crawford yeah. is pushing poor tortured Will Graham to keep doing this, even though there's obviously something yeah. wrong with him. Yeah, Jack Crawford is a terrible person. Yes, it he took is. me what rewatching the series to finally realize that it's like Look, these crimes need to be solved, but you are killing a man to do it, and you that are. makes you very... And, and every time he's like, I have to value my health, and he's like, well, how many people want, are you going to let die then? And yeah, the thing he is, says it that. is telegraphed in the first episode what a terrible person Jack is, because he walks into Will's classroom where Will, mm. you know, Will is an instructor at Quantico. Yeah. He's a twitchy, not so well socialized man. And cute as a button. Cute as a button. And Jack Crawford immediately <laughs> a is like fluffy thirteen year old girl hair. There's serious. Uh, but Jack Crawford is immediately like, you know, where are you on the spectrum? And then takes Will's glasses off to try and force him to have eye contact. Oh. And right there, it's like. Wow, socially inappropriate and no boundaries. Yeah, that's okay. not something you do to someone, particularly if you think they are on the spectrum. Yes, and and so in many ways, even though Hannibal Lecter is a terrible person, he's still the best friend Will has. Well, Hannibal has a very strong sense of morality. It's not standard morality. No. But he has a very strict moral he has a moral compass it's not pointed the same direction as other people's moral compass but he has one yes and and there's a part of me that just the fact that being messy or rude are just murder offenses oh yeah <sighs> i like that oh i'm pretty messy but yeah eat the rude eat the is, rude well, in, in that the, the the young man who like is one of his patients who who just falls in love with him and Franklin. follows him to the opera. Oh, oh Franklin. Franklin. Oh, like you We're see cheese him. folks. I saw you at Jose's cheese shop. When he uh, when you see he tries him so hard. When He's you, so desperate. He is so desperate. And you see that moment where the scales weighing the worth of his life tip into worthlessness. Like uh-huh. you see There's a point happen. where he says something and Mads Mickelson is such a great actor to start yeah, with. Mads. Yes. That you ju- that even though Those his face doesn't change, there's this micro expression and you're like, Oh, he's gonna kill that guy. He's oh, gonna yeah. kill that guy, turn him into a ham. And you just died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's one of the great things. Um the the interviews that have been done with Mads Mickelson about Mass. Mass No, Mass. I've seen it pronounced either way. So. I've seen interviews with him where he okay. says my name is pronounced Mass Mickelson. Okay, Mass Mickelson. <laughs> where he talks about he wanted to approach you know, this is an iconic character. How do you portray him? And he said, No, I'm gonna portray him as a fallen angel. You know, he sees beauty in these things he does, and he's the happiest person there is because oh, he, he finds is. joy and intensely enjoys everything he does. If it's not going to bring him joy, he's not going to do it. Bringing him joy means sometimes cutting the legs off people and eating them, but that's okay. He's Serving really, them their own legs, that's he's a thing. really happy about it. And some of the, some of the villains... Ugh. Some of the people... The people he kills, they... Yeah. Chilton. Chilton. I never Chilton. thought I would fall in love with Chilton. He is such a terrible person, and he is he is so charming that, in his have terribleness. Have you seen the, the dinner- thing where him and Lin-Manuel Miranda sing uh, the songs from West Side Story? I yes. Haven't. The thing He's so good. The thing the, I the am dinner su- episode where he winks at Chilton. Oh, the dinner party. Yes. The the thing that make one of the special features that we were we were promised or behind behind the scenes footage we were promised from season two that never materialized is that in between takes during the the scene set at the uh, Baltimore Institute for the Criminally Insane when Will is incarcerated mm-hmm. is and that he's in his little cage 
in between <laughs> takes, uh, Raul Esperanza and Maz Mikkelsen would do little dance numbers together because they're both trained dancers. Oh, yeah. fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah. They're both and, like. And, you know, Brian Fuller Broadway mentions this we, on Twitter. We, we just hit. Because Jim and I started to watch it and then we hit, like, where we needed comedy and we watched the entire. Uh-huh. We, we've, we've caught up completely on The Good Place and we've watched I, Parks and Rec and we've watched in Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Yeah, because we needed that. Yeah, there have been a couple of episodes that after the episode was over, I would go immediately to YouTube and look for the blooper reel. Yeah, because I was like, that I was, need, I need to know. That was intense. I need to be reminded re- that these are just guys, guys playing a part. So, but that the fight scene that is the opener to season, season two, two? Mm-hmm. they are such dancers. Oh yeah, like it is so beautiful in this. Oh yeah, bullish. Masculine, with him and, beautiful, uh, but, uh, but it's but it's not ugly masculinity. Well, I mean, it is it is ugly masculinity in the fact that they're actively trying to kill each other. Right, but, but it is beautiful. Be- it is beautiful in this masculine. Uh huh. And that were or death that came about because way. in season one, when there was the fight scene between Hannibal and Tobias Budge, who's the the guy who made the throat cellos. Yeah. Um, oh, when the there was that fight that scene, guy. He so. Was the worst. Ma- uh, Lawrence Fishburne actually came on set to watch that fight and then turned to Brian Fuller and said, well, you know, I'm trained in action yeah. scenes and fighting. And Brian Fuller went, uh-huh. yes, we're going to make you the best fight ever. And apparently the rest of the main cast for the filming of that fight scene for season two all were on set. They all came in on days off to just oh watch God, it all happen. Oh, yeah. Because they're you? Like, yes, Come on. But when season when season two was airing, and it was on Friday nights, and so I never made it over to Friday Night Horror Night because you were living Way farther away. And so but I You went, know what's funny yeah. is we'd watch our horror movie. And then you guys would watch Hannibal. And, watch and Hannibal. so when the season finale of Hannibal happened for season two,